You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Grand Design Podcast with DJ and Jerry Grand, where we link the chains of reason of sports, politics, and culture. Welcome back. This is episode nine of the Grand Design Podcast. I'm DJ Grand, and I'm joined with my brother Jerry. Welcome. And our engineer, Ryan. Hello. Today we're talking about a sticky subject, performance-enhanced drugs in all sports, but we're going to focus starting with on baseball because that's where a major of the of the that's where the outrage that, That's where the outrage lies because yes. to start out, it's not really taken as uh, – I don't want to say seriously, but it's no big deal if an NFL player gets caught with steroids. The, the, the league will fine them, but the fans don't get outraged. The media does not write the articles, unlike baseball. You got guys that are banned from the Hall of Fame just because they did performance enhancing drugs. We'll call them steroids, but performance enhancing drugs. Now, I'll go back to the 90s when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were having that home run battle. The league loved it. The owners loved it. The, every owner, where those guys came to their town, they were bringing in fans, selling out the park. The league knew it was happening and it was okay because it was bringing in revenue. So well, the owners a, took a step back. It's okay. There's a couple things there. First, it is the home runs as the problem with, for the most part, Chicks in dig baseball. The long ball. But that's where you get, I mean, steroids, not just steroids, performance enhancing drugs benefit you the most hitting the long ball. I mean, they make it quicker too, but that's where the true benefit is. Now, as far as the Major League Baseball letting it go, I think that's a result of this, the season short and when they had that strike. And they still weren't as popular because right after that strike, the uh, baseball popularity nosedive. Correct. And, and they were, they were allowing it because that's what brought the popularity back. It, you know, correct. It brought baseball back, but it was those performance enhancing drugs that were given McGuire and Sosa the, the power to do what they were doing. Not, not only the chicks did the long ball, the ratings, everything was up that year for Major League Baseball. He even did an interview with his uh, bottle of Anderol, Anderol above in, in his closet. Anderol. Anderol. It was, at the time, it was legal. When they did, did the whole first after they had retired and they came out, it was uh, – Sports enhancing. They then made it illegal then when they came out with an 80, 80 game ban for a 162 game season. But it was after the media pretty much just let, it was just some leak. And then even go into, uh, I don't know if it's cortisone or B12 with the NFL. Now, a player gets injured, hamstring, whatever. And it's not major. They can still play. Would that be performance enhancing? Cause now he can play with that injury and maybe even better because he doesn't feel pain. I don't think that makes you better. I mean, it, it, it's, it's like a vitamin. A vitamin, if you take your right vitamins, it, it makes you healthy. It doesn't make you better. So I don't, in terms of performance, of, of running faster, of hitting a, a home run longer. I'll say better in the context of he's torn his hamstring, and now he can't run. He's out. But you give him that cortisone, now he can run. He's healthy. That's why I said well, it's, it's like a false vitamins. healthy. But in terms of him, he's just able to basically – it doesn't make you be able to run any faster. It, it just gets you back to, to the starting point. Because with the baseball players, it makes him hit the ball farther. Um, with the pitchers, Roger Clemens, he's the only well-known pitcher that went down in this whole 
uh, scandal. You don't think that made him a little harder to hit? He could throw the ball a little bit harder? Oh, absolutely. Now, it makes you stronger, and therefore if, you pitch better. Now, this is total speculation on my part, but if I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the league, I'm playing in the league, and it's important for my team, my contract. It's me. I'm thinking of myself, my family. Clement's just throwing the ball 100 miles an hour, 99 miles an hour. Whether or not I know he's taking performance-enhancing drugs, now, for me, to win that battle, if I can't hit him at my normal ability, now I have a decision to make. Do I take performance-enhancing drugs so I can be successful? And there's where that trap falls in. And I'll go one step lower. It hits the minor leaguers because if they want to go to the big show, if they want to be able to perform with the big guns, they're gonna. Their, their choice is: Do I do them and not get caught? Because there's been phases with the whole. Th- You'll have some pharmacist chemist that will come up with an undetectable drug, aka I don't know his name, but the gentleman with uh, Alex Rodriguez, and that wasn't Balco. It was something else. He was a doctor. Everything was underground. No one knew. Even they didn't believe good boy Alex Rodriguez. I get why he did it because it was stress, the numbers, the contract, the pressure he was under. He was in these injuries. He couldn't live up to meet that contract with the Yankees. So he starts. Those are rationalizations. I don't think it justifies it. But and when well, back not, to Roger Clemens. I, I'm not saying it justifies it. All these players. It's that they got to get to that next level. Once again, if you were talking about Roger Clemens, that's one pitcher. So you're gonna you, you juice up. To take on one pitcher and all the rest of the pitchers are normal. That we and, know and that of. gives, and that justifies you to make, to make you better against all the pitchers instead of just well, one. Clemens I is think the that's one, a if I'm going against him, he's the one, like, uh, if I was in the American League and the Yankees and I'm always going against the Red Sox, yeah, I'm going against him a lot. A and lot he's striking not, me out. But that doesn't every, answer my question. That you're, that's one pitcher. And you're okay, saying you're allowed to juice up because of one, one pitcher, pitcher that I know of. I mean, I, I, he was the most famous pitcher that went down. I'm sure there's a few other pitchers. Again, I'm talking to myself if I'm in the league and I know Clemens is juicing up. Now I got a decision. Do I juice up because I want to be able to combat, hit that ball, get my bat speed to be quicker, to meet that fastball? This is all about keeping up, at that, playing at that high level. <laughs> it's all about pragmatism. Dan justifies Well, that goes means. back to our first episode, it, but it, well, it is what it is. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it acceptable. You, you shouldn't have to. It's cheating. The bottom line, it's cheating. You shouldn't have to cheat to get ahead. And now part of it is enforcement. I mean, you can. There's a history of performing enhancing drugs. I mean, we go back to an 1889 pitcher, Pud Galvin, became the first player to be widely known for using performance enhancing substance. He was. Um, he used uh, basically a testosterone supplement derived from the testicles of live animals such as dogs and guinea pigs. So that's that's 1889. And um, uh, remember the, the movie 61 with uh, the Roger Maris? Yeah. Okay. When Mickey Mantle had that infection in his hip, there was a reporter who claimed that that was because of performance-enhancing drugs. That, that, the that infection, Mickey Mantle was taking? Yes. The, the, the infection was – in fact, it's writer Zeff – Chafez, C-H-A-F-E-T-S. Mickey Mouse fade, fade during the 1961 home run chase with Roger Maris was the indirect result of an attempt by Mantle to gain a substance-based edge. Um, Chafez alleges that Mantle was hampered by an abscess created by a bot's injection of a chemical co- cocktail administered by a quack doctor. Now, so, in the movie, it was portrayed, portrayed as a flu shot, Correct. 
or he had the flu and it was the point is this this author claimed that that was I've never heard substance. Mickey Mantle was doing that and, well, and, and that's the pretty boy of Major League Baseball well his book is let steroids into the Hall of Fame the New York Times okay it was a, it was a not a book a article New York Times June 29th uh, 2009 so it's just one person say, saying it and I, you have to read the book to find or the article to find out more about wow, it. But that, that really that, that's kind of stunning. That Mickey, the point is, I never it, heard that before. There's but, a history of it. Correct. It, well, then why are these guys banned? Why are these the Sosas, the Maguires, the Rafael Palmeros for using it when I I never heard Mickey Mantle did it? Well, and not just there's Mike Schmidt. There's well, I'm sure Chris there's Scotch more. on here. It's I think it, well, first of all, it wasn't illegal until 1991. So before that. In Mickey so, Mantle's time, it was legal. So before, okay, at that okay. time, then, and then they didn't start enforcing it, the M- the MLB, until two thousand five. That makes it okay. I didn't say it was okay. I'm saying it was illegal. That's why, and and and, and since they started they made it illegal in 1991, then it officially became cheating. Now it wasn't okay ethically, so okay, it, but by the law of baseball, it was okay. And there's a difference between the law and morals. But back in the sixties, you're saying with that article that there were players doing it. Now, those players who were performance-enhancing drugs legally are still in the Hall of Fame. What's the difference between the besides the years, 60 and 80? Where I think it's the nuance of being illegal. It's illegal after 1991. Why? It wasn't illegal. Why? The MLB didn't enforce it. I didn't think they thought it was a rampant problem. In fact, I don't think they knew it was a rap, rampant pr- problem until the Belko incident and then Jose Consenco's book, Juiced. I think that's what made, no, that's made it, everyone aware and not just MLB, everyone aware. But, and it was that pressure that caused them to enforce I'm it. I'm thinking MLB knew, right? Uh, I'll go back to 94. They knew it was a rampant problem. It, uh, Bud Selig, the commissioner, he knew, and he did not say anything because it was bringing baseball back. It was up in the ratings. It, what the, the home run? What, what that Once home again, run? Back I think that forth. was because of that strike. I mean, that that changed the entire dynamic. They were so, desperate for to get their population back up. Point is, when the media brought it out to the attention, then all of a sudden, oh, we got a bad thing here. Well, because why doesn't the, I opened up the media just leaves the NFL players alone? Um, Sudafed, would you consider that performance enhancing? I don't know. I don't know what it does. Hockey players, they use it all the time for energy, that quick burst. And sometimes, from what I hear, it can give you that just – that burst of energy. Would you consider that perform enhancing? I'd even – this could be a stupid question. What about five-hour energy? I was just going to say that. It's no more – it's no different than taking that, which is caffeine. I mean, is is that – Caffeine's a drug. Is that performance enhancing? (laughs) Is it performance enhancing? Are you more focused? Are you now we're going to the workplace now? Are you more focused at your job that you're better now than the guy next to you and should he should in five hour energy? Well, since now? you bring that up, there's a difference between like even a cop, uh, a construction worker, or a fireman. I, they could be on performance enhancing drugs, and I would even bet you it'd be a benefit. But we're talking about strict competition here and that's the context that's different than all those other jobs it's you're, you're competing and that's supposed to be on a, 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 f- a fair level that's what i was trying to bring up level. in the beginning was the competition is what makes that person even think about taking performance enhancing because they want to win and I they want to do better for example the minor league player the fringe player i've heard many read many a story with that fringe player who's been in the league 10 years, and they got a choice. They either shoot up, take a performance enhancing to make the big show, or stay in the minor leagues. 
And some players just they want they want that notoriety, that fame, the Hall of Fame, the big show, and so they rationalize it as just what I'm talking about: competition for them to be able to compete. Competition is what makes it wrong. See, it doesn't just because others are doing it. Two wrongs don't make a right. No, I understand, but I'm just saying that competition is what driving some of these. You always got these people. It's almost like Ryan was saying a, a couple episodes ago. You got that person that's just gonna. No matter what, they're going to go above and beyond and break the rules. It's almost like that here. You get that one person that wants that edge, that wants to hit the ball for Roger Clemens, that wants to make the Major League Baseball. And the only way they can do it, they've come to the conclusion, I got to shoot up. And they got to, that's, it darkens your soul. It makes you impure. There is my biggest problem with all of this is you are no longer pure. And then both I agree. ethically I agree. and physically, you are now impure. But I kind of think down the they're not going to have a long career, correct? They're going to have injuries. There's going to be like with Mickey Mantle, I just found out, which I did not know that. There's going to be consequences down the road. They'll have to live with those consequences then. But for the time being, they can compete. They got that lifestyle. They can get that contract now. You're just talking pure pragmatism to me. The end justifies the means. It doesn't yeah, make it, it right. I'm, yes, the end justifies the means. I got to get to the big show. I want to play. I'm stuck in the minor leagues. Or if you're in the big show, Clemens is always striking me out. He's juicing up. I'm going to have to juice up if I want to get that hit. Especially come playoff time, Game 7, World Series. It's all about that one play. I mean, that notoriety, that fame being carried off. That's what everyone's thinking about. What can we do or I do to achieve that? The problem is the word have to. You just said it. I have to. It's a choice. It's a choice. You don't have to do it. You can still be honorable. You don't have to lie. You don't have to cheat. It's all about have to. You have to means you have a duty. Some of the people, though, the players that go the honorable way never make it to the end, the, the, the big show. And they did it honorably. It doesn't Yet, matter. There it are guys, doesn't matter. There are players the, that they watch cheat make it. The prize doesn't matter. You still keep your soul, then, your untainted soul. Now, you say you put yourself into it. I put myself into it. I don't want to taint my soul. It's not worth that. I don't care. There's not a much money. There's not fame. There's not glory that is worth ruining my soul. I want to be a good person. And if you cheat, willfully cheat, knowing it, you've, you're not a good person. I understand what you're saying. Well, you don't want to cheat. You want a good soul. But some of that stuff, when it comes down to you make the decision, that's not even a part of the equation. It's about success and wanting to be better at whatever you're trying to achieve, football, baseball, basketball, MMA, whatever it is. I think that, again, I myself, I, I agree with you. I think it would be wrong, okay? You want to be clean. But what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say is I can understand where those guys just – I can see where they want to get that level. And they throw out what you just said, being clean. I'll worry about that later. I want to win. There's I want no to hit worry about it. Once you're unclean, you're unclean. It's like a fresh patch of snow. Once you get one footprint into it, the whole thing's ruined. There's no going back. I, Once you, you do it, correct. it's done. Never, you're wrong. It's I ruined. I knew Mickey Mantle did uh, whatever, performance enhancing drugs until just now. All what right? does that got and to do with Again, anything? I never knew about it. So how many people, if, if they don't know, all right, it's only that person who knows. Great. It's but your, your argument is that you know that they're cheating. So therefore, I have to cheat. That, that was your argument. Correct. That's almost like at the shop. It's within the players. It's not a public thing. Look, again, Major League Baseball kept it pretty much under wraps what was going on. They they were fully aware. McGuire, Sosa, uh, Pafio Romero, Roger Clemens, and probably much, much more were doing these performance-enhancing drugs. And they let it go because their numbers are going up. So they fully well just – Hands up in the air until the press came out. All right. So Major League Baseball and these owners, they're just using these guys as equipment. 
So they're basically saying in one breath, hey, it's okay. Go ahead, do what you got to do because our gate's low. Save the game. But then when the press leaks it or what have you, now we got a problem and now we're going to come down well, and act like the, we're the moral righteous. How dare you even think about doing that? Well, they're wrong. But from Major League Baseball's point of view, it got their popularity back up. And then after the popularity was back up Isn't again. That then, oh, absolutely. I'm just so, telling you, it's their point of view. Hold on. the owners. And that was their reason for, for allowing it. It doesn't make it right. It wasn't right. But their reason was we get our popularity back up. Well, now that we're, we've achieved it, now we can go after it again. But I think the players are doing the same thing. Once I get my achievement up, it's not popularity. It's just a different context. Well, if we just said the Major League Baseball was wrong for doing it, how can they be right for doing the same thing? I'm not saying they're right. I can, I'm saying I understand what they were doing. Saying Everybody, understand it is almost justifying it. I, I don't understand I, it. And there's the difference between you and I. I don't get it. I don't see why cheating is right, no matter how many people are doing it. If you're playing Monopoly and you know you're all three other people you're playing with are cheating, that makes it right for you to cheat. Are you going to win? It's not about winning. I'll win. I'll win when it comes to my soul. What I would do then is not play with those people. But you got what I'm trying to say. A lot of people out there, it's all about winning. It isn't about yeah. soul and the philosophical correctness. You guys, they they you, don't sit there and think about that. You're right. They don't. But that, once again, the end, winning, justifies doing whatever it takes and, to win, which means I can trip. I can punch. I can bring my 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 cleats up high, dive, slide into second base like Ty Cobb used to. All that becomes okay. If you're gonna go by pragmatism oh. in any realm, in any realm, how many times have you heard? If you don't get caught, it's not cheating. That doesn't mean it's not cheating. Not that yeah. I agree with no, that. No, all saying. that means is all that means is you didn't get caught. You still cheated. Correct. So that means just that 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 that's self defeating. You still cheated. I think the some of I, it's a rationalization. I wish I could think of what I think it was T J Lang. He recently on a radio show was saying that to be a good offensive lineman, they're holding every everyone says it. And they know they're holding every play. So to be a good offensive lineman is not to get caught, to hands in, you know, make it look like, I mean, he was kind of giving you the detailed book of how to do it, how to cheat, hold, You not just cheat. said it. You just said holding, it. Holding. How to cheat. But if you're holding, you're how, cheating. How not to Especially get, if you're doing it willfully. Again, but, well, if you go with, I didn't get caught, ref didn't pull the flag, oh, legal play. I mean, come on. No, we, it's not legal. No, that's a rationalization. They didn't it, get caught. That does, all that means is they didn't get caught. It's still an illegal play. So you're telling me that, that in the New Orleans Saints game at the end of last season, he didn't get caught, so that was a legal play. He's pledged as a Answer hero. my question, no, please. It was, to, was, was it illegal play? Please. My question, no, no, nothing else. It was else. completely illegal. So it has nothing to do with being caught, does it? But again, it wasn't called. It doesn't matter. That's, so, please answer my question. Being caught or being, call, being called is irrelevant. Okay. The question is, is it cheating? Is it cheating if you do it? Okay, now, I don't think that player cheated. The ref screwed up. No, the ref didn't make the call. Had the ref called and held them to what the rules were. Now, the player, look, afterwards, it got, it got comical. He was basically, hey, ref didn't say nothing. Legal play. I get that. But at the point the ref didn't make the call, I mean, it goes back and every coaches, they game plans. Are you telling me he didn't willfully hit him before the ball game there? Oh, he went to knock him out. Absolutely. Answer my question. Absolutely. Did he, okay. Then, he, then, in a way, he cheated. I think he got up and said he was surprised the flag wasn't If he thrown. didn't, if he did it knowingly, knowing it was illegal, it was wrong, and still did it, he cheated. Are you asking for the, every, every sport to have the golf etiquette that they penalize themselves? Uh, actually, if you want to be moral, you have to. That's I'm, not I'm asking every person to think of themselves in that way, that I, I would penalize myself if I did that. A good example. I would feel bad in anything I do that I know is immoral. 
I feel bad. And that's how every person should be in sports and in every endeavor in life. I would agree, but there's a, it was a commercial. I haven't seen it this year. Um, maybe in the basketball tournament we'll see it more, but it was a basketball game going, and the player, no, no one really knew it went off him. And the ref called it to the other team. And the player goes up after the timeout and says, no, ref, went off me. Now, that's a TV commercial. That is not happening. Did it actually happen? or is that No, that, that, it, was, it was a commercial uh, to promote playing play the right way. Isn't that bad that, that the good has to be fiction? Isn't that sad? That's, my whole, that's why I was bringing that up, that it's a commercial that has to bring that to our attention. And there were people that were laughing at that. That ain't, that ain't reality. That's not happening. If you live by principle, it would be reality. And that's what I'm getting at. I, I get the principle. But in all these situations, I don't think one person even thinks about principle. I mean, when, in MMA, are they thinking about principle when they're juicing up or they're ready for a fight? Well, those people don't. But, I mean, there's people that do. You Correct. Know, but so. out of – are they a minority or is that the majority? I don't know. And, I mean, it is. It's it's a very big, you know, subject. Obviously, with every sport, but you know, it's when you get into, um, you know, like the UFC and all that. They're really cracking down on it since they kind of had a problem with it in the beginning, you know. And then they had all these leagues that you could go over, and they basically were like, "You should do steroids or whatever." So they're promote. They were promoting it. Some okay. leagues were, you know, and but then there's the argument of a lot of people were such big fans of those those like fighters and like those people because they were kind of let loose to do what they want they had you know they could reach these levels they wouldn't be able to do without drugs so it's like if you talk to a fan and maybe a promoter they'd be like well that's why we did it and that's why they liked watching it because it made it a more interesting you know um sport but you know, it's still good, but that's like with sports. It's not going to make sports boring, you know, if you don't do them. You know what that makes me think? That we are still uncivilized. We're oh, still totally. in the Roman days where <laughs> yeah. we used to watch the the, the Christians be hit yeah. by lions or the gladiators and, and up and down for death. Yeah. I mean, that is uncivilized and it tells me we haven't advanced at all. Yeah. Should there be – the question is then, should there be an extra league, like you said, a separate league for those enhanced yeah. people and then one for the pure people? Yeah. It won't work because – It won't work, yeah. And here's why. The money's in the – I'll use the NFL, or even baseball for that matter. The money is in the NFL, in Major League Baseball. They're doing these performance-enhancing drugs to get the big contract. If they go to a league that's just all steroids, the money's not there. Oh, yeah. At the beginning, it won't be. I don't think But if you brand your your league, if you market it well, eventually, what you're saying is there's no no possible way that anyone could ever compete with the NFL or Major League Baseball or the NHL. It is very possible. It's hard. I'm not saying it would be easy, but it's very possible that you could, if you did the business right, you could – and I'm not for this. This well, is purely hypothetical because I don't think you should do it at all. But if you're going to do it, it should be separate. You're going to have to offer – see, the AAF, the AAF, is that what it is now? AFF, I forget. The, right now, the alliance, it's the football league going on right now. Yes. Their problem is they can't offer the big money. They're twenty, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 contracts. They're not big money. There's no person in the NFL that wants big money that's going to go to this league unless you give them the million-dollar contract. So you got to have that money. Your branding, I get, but you got to have that money before a player's not going to say they're not going to say, you know, yeah, I'll go on this performer enhancement league. I'll play for three to four years because I'm going to kill my body, and then I'm done. And I've just set it up for the next generation to get paid. You got NFL players not like Jim Brown who are kind of upset with how they got paid and how they're getting paid right now. But if you guys are right, and people want to see that because they want to see the bigger people, the harder hits. Yeah. 
then popularity would eventually increase. It's going to be hard. Please don't yeah. get, I'm not, it's not going to be an easy endeavor. But they, I think they just want to stick with what they know and just have the rules not be there. You know what I'm saying? You know, they want to watch the NFL for that or the, you know, whatever it may be. You know, they don't want to like switch to a whole other thing. It sounds lazy. I'm going to call them, I'm going to call the fans sheep because they'll, they'll do whatever yeah. the media drives them in whatever area because before the fans loved mcguire and sosa loved it then when the media came out you still got some fans that don't mind it but it was the media that somehow tv espn the articles non-stop bombardment of all the appalled they were appalled but during that 10-year period the media was writing stories and the fans loved it so they were getting that but once the media brought to the attention, it kind of went to the downhill. Those are the owners who were just thinking about the the money they were making off of those guys doing that, and they didn't care. But when the media brought it out, oh, no, no, we, we never knew. How dare them do that? Shame, shame, shame. We got to get a new policy, Mr. Selig. Now it's an 82-game suspension to make them look good. Like they weren't they weren't a part of it when they, they were a part of that. Now, again, the fans loved it then. Again, they're all getting millions of dollars. You're going to have a hard time starting a league unless you have the millions of dollars to pay them. Did you not hear me say it wouldn't be easy? Yeah, so, well, I'm, you're going to have I'm a hard say time not easy, almost it's not going to be easy. Almost, almost impossible. No, I wouldn't say it's almost. I wouldn't say it's even almost impossible. It would be very hard, but with the right marketing and the right branding and the attention, which all that is included in it, you would eventually slowly. I mean, just like our podcast starts out small, hopefully yeah. we'll get big. Eventually, it would be the same thing, especially if what you guys, you're the premise you both are coming from, that people want to see this. Yeah. If they want to see this, then they're going to be – there's the gladiators, the enhanced ones. Well, yeah, you have to understand too if when you're talking about performance-enhancing drugs and you know the best of the leagues that we're talking about, the highest of the highs, I mean – you just got to understand these people are performing at such like a level you can't even comprehend. Obviously we've all played sports here and you know, it's just to those, to put like steroids and whatever, you know, you're taking, it's not necessarily like, it's not bad for you. You know, it actually, you know, like helps with recovery. I've never done steroids. Let me just say that. So, but you know, it's like the whole, uh, like kind of like Wolverine, like the X factor thing. Like it just, you can break down your body so much more and then have it healthy, like in a healthy way, you know, regenerate faster than normal. And that's how you get like the performance enhance, you know, it doesn't, it, it just gets you to the actual level so much faster from and, my understanding. And look, there are legitimate reasons, health reasons yeah. for steroids and everyday people, not just sports. Yeah, yeah. So I, I totally agree with that. But what we're talking about with the andro and the true, the testosterone performance enhancers, yeah. that makes you hit farther, go faster. It's true. Yeah. And you get that's, better. Yeah. Th yeah th that, those are the Ill illegitimate ones. Mm -hmm. An example that I can think of is I know you remember Thick Vic. Of course. Okay. Weightlifting, wanting his, his thigh was bigger than my whole body. <laughs> okay, but how did his thigh get that big? Now this guy's out there competing, all right, competition, and he wanted to. Rumor so has it he took gorilla testosterone to get was, that big. His dad was a doctor from Africa who brought the gorilla testosterone <laughs> back to the country, and he took it. Only so he could start winning the competitions. He's a pragmatist. Now, That's all he, you're telling okay, me. Okay, but no, no. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm well, trying to get what Ryan was saying. Look, some of these people, they, they're playing at a, such a high level, okay, that not everyone can play at that level. Then they come to the point to where they realize that they want to succeed. 
it's performing. They got to enhance their performance. Yeah. Now you look at it as cheating. Okay, well, well, where's a short? Well, but wait a minute. Well, age well, can do that. Well, What's your not just well, injury. Age okay, in, in well, baseball. Uh, it, it, especially during the steroid era, yeah, it went from like an average of home run hitters over forty at twenty eight up to thirty. So basically, what you're saying is the same, you're legitimizing saying that. Well, since I'm falling out of it, I'm not as good as I used to be. I can enhance that by cheating. And why and, couldn't? Why can't the players have the choice? Yeah, it's, why can't they good, have the choice yeah. to do it or not? And if you want to play the honorable role, you know, this is pure West. Okay, go at it. You know, but if you got the, you got you know the what guy, your argument is why can't we have the choice to cheat? That's what your argument is. Why, why can I not yeah. choose to cheat? I mean, I guess if it isn't in the rule book, it's it's what well, you know, yeah. it's not. <laughs> well, if you're cheating, then no, they I, I see what up, you're saying. Yeah, but, but the makeup they're, they're making up as they go along because again, baseball was cool with it until the press came out, and then they had to make the rules to where it was bad. I don't think they were cool with it. They let it go. They were they cool. let it go for their own end. And then after they got back up again, they stopped it because they wouldn't. If they were cool with it, they never would have made it illegal in 1991. I'm not mistaken. I mean, the only thing that really brought it out was that Mitchell report when the government got involved. That was so the beginning point, of the light being shined in the darkness. I agree. Okay, so, but at what point does the government come to the enhancing league and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, we're not going to let you do this"? Because it's regulated. Well, that's a bad not, government. If you're starting the league and you're starting the rules. Saying that well, this is an enhancing link, then everyone should be allowed to do government isn't Please exactly to... good right now. So that being said, I could see them that's coming a whole in. different argument. No, I would it, love it to is. talk about that, but that's a And we can get into another podcast about that. But I'm just bringing that up that at some point when you get this league, there's some other faction. And there's always – I bring up Thick Vic. You're always going to have that person that wants to go to the next level. And they're at this high level. And yes, to cheat, to get to the next level, Thick Vic. Uh, if I want to win these competitions, yeah, I got to sit here and walk. You know, yeah, you're right. Forty two inch thighs. So what's the difference though if you're like cycling though? You know, like not not biking, but even though that was obviously Lance Armstrong and all that. Um, but um you know, like if you're talking about this is your career, you're in whatever sport it may be, and you do performance enhancing drugs more or less on an off season, let's just say, to you know, obviously have that off season just go even recuperate. That much, yeah, you know, and then you just get off it. Is that just as bad? I think it is. Yeah, it's is like, it, like it's like so you can never touch the stuff. Basically, once you lie, it's a lie. Yeah, it's, yeah. You can't go back on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, morally, lying and murder are equivalent. Yeah. They're both immoral. So it's 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 sort of like that. I well, mean, and it's still wrong. Don't you still have to hit the ball? Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> I don't see how you and I. Hand, we and do I don't see how hand eye coordination. It has anything to do with strength and running faster. Because, yes, you do still have to hit the ball. You still have to have that athletic ability. No doubt about that. But your hand-eye coordination, I mean, I I have hand-eye coordination. I could never hit the home runs. And I was I always the base hitter. And do you think that if you took the Andrew or whatever, it may be Balco, that you'd be hitting the home runs? Probably. No. It would at least help me. It would enhance me. And maybe at least hit it deeper. Maybe not home runs, but I could at least hit it deeper. So, yeah, I do think it would have enhanced my ability. So I, I see, But you still got to go out there and do it. Okay, here's the ultimate hypothetical. We're talking f- fiction here, but Steve Austin and bionic arms. So, therefore, if I'm able to, through technology, have these enhanced arms – I should be able to go out there and do well, I guess it. It's a, if you crash a, a government's rocket. That's <laughs> no, no, please stick to my point. Stick to my point. Well, should I be able to do it if I was able to, to get enhanced arms, bionic arms? No, but I mean, that will be, uh, 
topic not, of discussion probably in the future. I'm not sure know, bionic so. arms and enhanced drugs are kind of like they're both enhancements. Yeah. It's a different form, yeah. but they're both yeah, enhancements. They're not the same and, form. And, and and to me, they'd both be cheating if one bionic person was in a league with non-bionic. That would be cheating. No, I got to get me have, a bionic arm. They have an advantage, in a non-natural advantage. So I think it would be just as wrong. Bionic arms would be just as wrong as using performance-enhancing drugs. That, that's my opinion. So what about like marijuana then? Because that could be looked at as a performance-enhancing if it's you know helping somebody with you know inflammation recovery. or just recovery. See, and but stuff that's not like performance-enhancing. We're talking health. That's like vitamins. Yeah. I mean, it's close to like. But it's I mean, a, it's a drug, and it's I, it's legal in some places, and it's changing. But it, it's just one of those weird ones that you know, in a lot of leagues, if you get busted for that, you can get a lot of trouble. You know, it's slowly changing. Well, with now, the feds, it's, it's still a big deal. Yeah, you know, the feds is irrelevant. The point is, I get your point. Yeah. If we're going to just talk about marijuana in itself, I don't think that enhances you, you as far as ability goes. Yeah. It may help you recover, but so does vitamins. Yeah. And if we're going on that road, we're going to say no one can ever have vitamins. And I don't think that's ridiculous. It's absurd. No one will ever agree with that. Um, but as long as it's, it, it is illegal in the rules, yeah. then you shouldn't use it. The question is, should that rule be changed to make it legal? Because it's not a performance enhancing drug yeah well some people might think it does not well, saying they're right or wrong but it's just like you know like it enhanced my performance like that's like what they would say you know but uh but this is like you know I, all i'm saying is like if you're doing testosterone and going on the field you know high drunk whatever it may be i mean you're not allowed to do that you know that's like being under the influence of something in a sport well as far as marijuana goes i know when i did it and i have, it would have to face a curveball I'd be like far out. That ain't yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna hit that thing. You know. It's, I, you know, I don't think on the score how that. Too, I don't. You know? True, yeah. but I don't think how that particular drug would be an enhancement. And thing I think it would be a detriment. Yeah. It, but you know, some people could thrive on it. And if it if it is determined that they are artificially better than someone else because of it, then I think it should be illegal. But from what I know about it. I don't think it's that much of an enhancement that it should be. Well, you know, then they have people that obviously, you know, do like cocaine or something like that and try, you well, know, compete. See, since you brought that so, up. See, that I yeah. think is an enhancement. Well, absolutely. But now that I brought the federal government. You said it was irrelevant, but they have marijuana as the same scheduled narcotic as cocaine. Yeah. Well, it does, but, that, but, but just because they. But that's not a vitamin. Just because one person or government well, state it, it classify it, you have to separate it. Because what yeah. we're talking about is private enterprise. We're not talking about the government. Yeah, but how many times the governments take their hand and step in? And that's what it's happened irrelevant. with baseball. It's irrelevant to the argument. You're, t you're, you're dealing with a logical fallacy. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. If you were in the court of law and we were d discussing this, that would be thrown out because it's irrelevant. It, it, that's for another case. It, but it was the government in that Mitch report that brought out this whole thing. I really believe had they not done that, the, the fans would have been – they were accepting of it until – this report came out and then it became taboo. Okay, that's that's a different issue because the Mitchell report was initialed by the government, but the government wasn't laying down laws. You're talking about – you brought up the, the marijuana schedule but they, one of it. Correct. It's because but, they're laying down the law. That's a separate issue. It's not what we're talking about now. What we're talking about now is in the private sector, should performance-enhancing drugs be allowed? See, well, again, we, we get to that. If you call it cheating, then obviously you can't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> again, but, I'm going to go back and say I understand. Would I do it? No. I don't want, I want that clean soul. But I can understand where someone would make that choice, and I couldn't condemn them from, for doing this. I guess what I'm saying. 
I couldn't oh, call him I a could. cheater. You, you, yeah, you have to condemn any immoral act. I mean, just like saying someone made a choice to commit a murder. You have to condemn that. If you know it is immoral, you must, if you're a moral person, condemn that. If you know someone is cheating, if you're, it qualifies as cheating, you must condemn it if you are wanting to consider yourself to be a moral person. I know they have, like, levels and, like, there's, like, with testosterone and all that, like, I don't know it, like, solid or anything, but if you're lower in it, like, like you go to the doctors and, like, oh, you're, you know, your T-levelers are low or something and you get prescribed on that, like, is that okay and you're still playing? Well, let's go back to the, uh, when we're talking about the transgenders playing. Yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah, exactly. They were That's on low – the the ones who were trans – They would have to be taking that stuff. Yes, but they were transing from a male to a female and they yeah. were on low testosterone. And the females were complaining because that is still testosterone even yeah. if it is low. So there's an example where absolutely no, it shouldn't be. Yeah. I think in even the slightest enhancement, if you know it's there, it's you should disqualify yourself. Yeah. I can't do it because I am on this now. Yeah. That's yeah, a – Gray area. <laughs> yeah, it, it, very gray because, again, I understand what you're saying, um, but for the competition thing. But you know, morally speaking, what is thing. gray? What is gray? It, black is bad. Mm. White you're is mix, good. And you're mixing black and yeah. white. And that is still part bad, yeah, part evil. True. So, therefore, it's gray is bad, just as bad as black. It's, it's, you, must, you must be white. I, I said pure. That's snow. That snow field, that's pure. Yeah. Anything less, one step into that, that field it's you're impure well i think it's like shouldn't it just be you you have a commission that you know um will check if you're doing this you know whatever however they test for it i mean as long as you pass that like isn't that okay like isn't that the only way to really kind of like monitor this it is in order to monitor it but it's kind of like what he was saying earlier. If I don't get caught, then yeah. it becomes okay. And there are ways to hide it. Yeah. I'm sure there are to mask it. I'm sure Correct. there are. However, that doesn't make it right. Yeah. It's Socrates' invisible ring. He, he brought up the fact that if you had an invisible ring, you would still, you would then be more of an immoral person because you wouldn't get caught. You could, you would steal. You could do just about anything and not get caught. Yeah. I think if you're wearing that immoral, wearing that invisible ring, it makes you be a better person because it would be easier. It's like superheroes yeah. with greater responsibility. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. Mm. I mean, you you need to be even more moral, more aware of yourself. And in these situations, they should be more moral, more aware of themselves. Well, I believe to this day, Roger Clemens will say, I've never had a positive test for performance enhancing drugs, meaning he never failed. He never got caught. Okay, that doesn't mean he didn't take it. And that's what it, that's, that's that's those little little nuance that says, yeah, I didn't get. You didn't caught. catch me, but that doesn't mean I didn't take it. Just means it means he took it like and the, didn't get caught. The offensive lineman who holds every time, but never does anything wrong until the ref flags him. So I guess if you're you're in your math class and you bring out your little your little cheat and you get away with it every time, therefore you're okay because I didn't get caught. That's absurd. Along the lines. That's absolutely that's, absurd. That's the exact same thing, yes. <laughs> How could any moral person stand for that? I mean, if I was the person, think what that does to the person who is actually working hard to, to not cheat. How many people? And that puts them at a disadvantage. How many people who are moral and, and they have a choice for a huge contract? You know, I'm going to go the honorable way. I'm, you know, I'm going to stay clean in this, I'm going to stay pure. You know, I'm just going to go down this righteous path. Yeah, it doesn't here. matter if it's every single person. Well, the, if it doesn't matter if it's every single person in the world, 
it, it only takes one person yourself to, 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 to do it. And then if it was me, ideally, I would say, no, I'm not doing this. No, it's wrong. If you know it's wrong. See, when it comes to morality, there are two things. It's, a, it's either an error of knowledge or a breach of morality. If you didn't know the error of knowledge part, then it's not immoral. You made a mistake. But once you know... You don't have that well, option again. Clem was just saying that. I never got... No, no. I never saying, knowingly took the cream. No, no. Clemens was saying he never got caught. He didn't say he didn't know. That's a, that's a huge difference Barry between Bond the two. Barry said, I, did, I took it unawarely. I was using the cream as a muscle relaxer, not knowing that it was Belko, uh, whatever. Steroid. Okay, my question to that is... Is that a lie it's told to the media to make himself look better, or is it actually the truth? If it's actually the truth, then it is an error of knowledge. But once again, did he after he knew and once he was told it was bad, did he continue taking it? Because if he did at that point, he would have definitely been immoral. I guess my point is when they're looking at the that big million dollar contract, tens of millions, yeah, I want I want to cheat. But then when they get caught, I didn't knowingly do it to justify why they because they want to look their lifestyle. Everybody wants that lifestyle. They want you know to be to attain that level. And sometimes you get that red wing mentality. Whatever it takes. Remember, you always break it down to a rush song. But glittering prizes and endless compromises shatters the illusion of integrity. That's exactly what it is. I agree. Endless compromises caused by the glittering prizes. I don't care what the prize is. It's not. Worth your soul, period. In fact, you lose. I don't, you can have, you can carry the Stanley Cup over your head, all the have all the awards and all the glory. And if you cheated to get it, you've lost. Period. I agree. I don't think other people feel that way. It doesn't matter. I, well, no, I get it, but I'm thinking the majority feel that does it, it. It doesn't matter. Whatever it takes to achieve that. Do you realize appeal to the the masses to the majority is a logical fallacy? Do yes, you realize that? Yes, yes. And that's what you're arguing? An appeal to the, ma- the masses? I'm just telling you, the majority of people out there do not think like you. And they're not thinking of the philosophical, the honorable way. I want to say nine times out of ten, it's the other way. Maybe ten times out of ten. People today just get wrapped up in the, the, the glittering prizes. And they'll worry about the compromise, the uh, consequences later on down the road, if there are any. And if they come across that, I not knowingly did it. That's what I'm trying to say. The public, the people out there, they whatever it takes to get that lifestyle, and that's been you just said it. Whatever it takes, right? You just said it. How many times have we heard that from the wings? I'm taking it from the sports of the Red Wings to everyday life now. Whatever it takes that I got to succeed, lawyers, whatever. That's my point. They're not thinking like you are with the honorable, the clean, the purity. They're not. What's MMA the, fighters, they don't think that. They want to win. Whatever it takes to win. Whatever it takes. I said it again. Yeah, it can be pretty blinding, you know. So yeah. What is the reason we have laws? And this breaks down into break in, <laughs> No, actually, um, John Adams said the reason we need laws is because men are not angels. Yeah. He's absolutely right. And this also applies to sports because we are not angels. We have to have the laws to keep us in line. Yeah. I mean, which there a comedian on the way in saying that if murder was legal, everyone would do it. I mean, the laws is what keeps us. But you always have that person that's going to try to find a way to break that law and not get caught and succeed. You know, even if everyone else does it, I don't care. For me, I want to stay pure. I want to do the best I can to be a good person. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. Good, being a good person. And if you're, even if you're, justifying it but you know you're cheating you're no longer a good person well, it's like that saying what you do you know how you do everything like 
how you do something is how you do everything or something like that, you know? So if you're a person playing whatever sport and you are cheating, you probably live your life a lot like that, you know? Absolutely right. I agree. You're absolutely right. That's why you live by principle. And they're living by that principle. I mean, it it, it comes out. Everyone needs a philosophy. I've said it in the past and, and it comes out. You can't deny it. The only question is which philosophy you live by. And if you're conscious of your your philosophical principles you can then lead a, a straight life everyone humans make mistakes yeah. i mean you can veer off the path but when you know you make a mistake you come back onto the path it's like uh, meditation and mindfulness yeah you, you you drift every once in a while but you just gently bring yourself back to your mindfulness that's what needs to be applied if you're going to be a good person um anything else sounds good well, I guess I can tell you how to get a hold of us. Yes, uh, if you have any opinions, uh, tell us how you feel about this. Where are you at? Would you cheat? Would you, would you cheat? <laughs> we have a doctor's number that can get us. No, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can get in contact with us at our website. is granddesignspodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at granddesignspod. Instagram is granddesignpodcast. This is the Grand Designs Podcast. Who are you listening to?